With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. What a week one so far in the National Football League. And I'm telling you what, it could be getting better. We got Breeze Brady. We got the Cardinals and the defending NFC champions Niners going head to head. And it's Joe Burrow making his debut against the best looking uniforms of the National Football League, the Los Angeles Chargers. We are going to get you caught up today, keep you up to date. You don't have to go anywhere. Scores flying stats flying and george reister you even heard his voice you even heard his voice there we've got you covered for week one of the national football league season i tell you what they're looking sharp in their in their uniforms the chargers are not so much in their play against the bengals right now george oh the best in all of football yeah absolutely oh, stop. Oh, absolutely stop. They, they do look nice but there's nothing intimidating looking about the Chargers right now. And there's I and I did expect them to start off the game a little bit faster against the Bengals, but that has not happened so far. That could be a storyline and a storyline that we will talk about because the Bengals are starting their first round pick from day one. The Chargers are not. And so Justin Herbert is getting quite the look at Joe Burrow on the sideline. Again, Saints driving against the Buccaneers going to be facing a third down as Tampa Bay is up 7 nothing, And the Cardinals have the ball. They were uh, down early to the Niners, but have gotten within three, 4.30 to go in the first quarter. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. In a matter of minutes, we're going to check in in the Twin Cities where the Green Bay Packers made one heck of a statement today in their win over the Minnesota Vikings. But I want to start with a team that we thought maybe would have a bit of a letdown today, that uh, maybe last year everything just went right for them until they played the Tennessee 
Tennessee Titans in the playoffs. By the way, Alvin Kamara into the end zone for the Saints on a pass from Drew Brees on a third and 10. So an extra point coming up, and the Saints can tie this one against Tampa. But the Ravens absolutely destroyed the Cleveland Browns today, George, 38-6 to in a game where... I don't know if we're going to take away that the Ravens were so great because I think that we focus on just how bad the Cleveland Browns were today. Yep, and it's highlighted by their quarterback. It is Baker Mayfield. They have a Baker Mayfield problem. It's not – I mean, you look at Juice. Jarvis Landry has had success in different places in the league. Odell obviously has – you know, Hooper has – Nick Chubb had success last year, Kareem Hunt. So what is the common denominator? The quarterback. And until they fix that position, they are not going to be able to win. The numbers on Baker Mayfield today, 21 of 39 for 189 yards. But one of the biggest things that I thought about the Browns and their issue, and I thought it was their issue last year that caused a lot of problems with Baker Mayfield, and it seems to have transitioned into week one, is them forcing the ball to Odell Beckham Jr. Ten targets today, just three catches for OBJ. When you mention the mouths to feed, and you're just trying to get the ball to OBJ to get him involved, to me that's a problem. And I thought things were supposed to be different under Kevin Stefanski, but the Browns just never got things going today, and I don't understand the fascination of just trying to feed the ball to OBJ when you've got so many other weapons yeah it is like he he's one of your most dynamic playmakers so you want to get him the ball but you also want it to be an organic sort of thing you you don't want to have to feed to force feed the meter it should just happen within your offense and if it doesn't that means your offense isn't flowing properly that extra point was good, so the Saints and Buccaneers are tied up at 7 apiece, 11.39 to go until halftime in New Orleans. The other marquee game today happened in the Twin Cities. Let's focus on that. Daddy, daddy. Now, now. Hey, let's go, let's go. It's time for the NFL on Fox. Focus. We could call it an NFC North showdown. We could call it a rivalry. We could also call it the Greg Jennings Bowl. Greg Jennings was on the call of the Packers' victory over the Minnesota Vikings today, 43-34. to As you saw it on Fox, Greg Jennings, a former NFL wide receiver, joins us here on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, Greg, how are you? How's it going, guys? I'm great. Let's uh, let's dive into to what happened today. First of all, I, I want to start out atmosphere-wise. What was it like to call a game with no fans, with piped-in crowd noise? What was the biggest uh, change or difference uh, that you experienced, or what was the, the, the toughest part to adjust as you were in that setting with no fans involved? Well, to be quite honest, uh, when with the headsets on, I couldn't really tell any difference because we had the noise kind of emulating what the fans would have been sounding like if they were in indeed involved in the game and in in house however between in between timeouts anytime there was a score and you felt like there would have been a potential shift in momentum that's when you felt like okay the fans would have played a huge role right now for the Vikings or things like that and I think the the hardest part for players, uh, specifically home teams, is going to be being able to play potentially from behind uh, and have their fan base kind of ignite that additional pressure of yelling of defense and that backed up feel and the noise that you get that fills every arena. 
Uh, Greg, so for the last couple seasons, people have been trying to tell us that that Aaron Rodgers is done. He's cooked. He's not the same guy that that he used to be. And after, you know, 364 yards, four touchdowns today, it's clear that that he should be put out to pasture. Right. And like are they're getting ready to bring Jordan Love in. Right. Of course, that's why he drafted him to make sure Aaron just rides off into into the sunset. Yeah, we saw that today. <laughs> him be, get put to sleep. We, we saw him put that to sleep. Look, this is this is the offense that is evolving. It took this is year two. They've integrated both ideas, both Aaron's and Matt Lafleur's, and they've made it into what they believe is the Packers style of offense. And boy, did we see them thrive today, both in the passing game, which, again, another one of the headlines was they only got Devontae Adams. Where are the other receivers? Why didn't they drive a receiver? Well, we saw them move Devontae Adams around all throughout the game, implement the run game by just, or I shouldn't even say implement the run game, but they created running opportunities and got over 150 running up, rushing yards with a committee of guys that Matt LaFleur is extremely excited about this year. So, yeah, Aaron put that to bed, and I think the whole uh, year two is definitely we're going to see the Packers take a step in the right direction. Greg Jennings joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Just a quick update. Tom Brady just threw his first interception as a Buccaneer, so the Saints have the ball in Buccaneers territory, and that game tied up at seven apiece. Packers were awesome, no doubt. But the Vikings' defense was, was non-existent. Well, I, I would love to say Daniil Hunter's absence was the reason, but there's 522 yards. Rodgers wasn't sacked. They didn't force any turnovers. What was missing on the Minnesota defense today for Green Bay to have this field day? Well, it seemed like it's an easy answer. And, and to be honest, it, it quite surely is. Daniil Hunter played a huge role um, of not being out there with not getting the pressure. Obviously, you saw the comfort of Aaron Rodgers, uh, Yannick Ngakwe. He wasn't available for a lot of the game, so they weren't able to really even put or apply pressure or just make Aaron Rodgers uncomfortable, which you've got to do when you're dealing with a guy of that type of elite status and playmaking ability. And then you add on top of that the lack of pressure, and you have young corners, and you're trying to get them up to speed, game speed that they have not ever experienced on this level against one of the premier receivers in all of football, it's just not a great, you know, it's not a great way to start the season. And it's, it was, it was just a tough day for the Vikings. Um, How about the Packers on defense, Greg, were they able, I mean, they, they gave up 34 points. They were largely able to hold Kirk cousins in, in check, but how would you grade their overall defensive effort? Oh, you know, I would grade them if I if, if they were on a scale from one to ten. I would give them a seven. Um, they started off the game really stout, really solid. Thought they were going to be really stifling, um, and they were in that first half in particular. But then, as the game wore on, you lose Kenny Clark. You lose. Uh, you start to lose guys that are very meaningful and valuable to what we, what you do as an offense as well as a defense, and it opens up things. You get, you start trying to make sure guys can fill that void, Dean Lowry and Lancaster and those guys, and it just is different when you can't get that middle guy to stop the run, apply pressure straight up the, 
the gut in the quarterback's face to change and alter throws. Um, you saw that played a huge role in their defense taking a step back in that second half. Greg Jennings, who is on the call of the Packers-Vikings today on Fox with us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister, the six-year NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer. Last one for me, Greg. I know Devontae Adams had 17 targets, caught 14 passes, two touchdowns. But one of the conversations we wanted to know were, where were the other guys stepping up? What was your thoughts on on the complimentary players to Devontae Adams that Green Bay put out there with uh, Alan Lazard and, and MVS Marquez Valdez-Scantling both getting in the end zone? Well, I think MVS, I'll start with him. MVS had some opportunities today, and he made good on a couple of them, and he made, he didn't make so good on some, some catches that he could have had. Uh, but when talking to Aaron Rodgers even before the game and listening to how, what his feelings were about MVS, it was, he was a growing receiver. He was a, a, one of their speedster guys. He was going to give them opportunities. But the guy he's really high on and so is Matt LaFleur, is Alan Lazard. And we saw him come up with some big plays. He didn't have a ton of catches this afternoon, but he made some big plays and key moments. And he's one of those guys that they believe will fill that gap. But they're going to do that by committee. Um, what was your gauge on, I guess, Minnesota as a, as a whole as related to – because the Packers clearly looked like one of the better teams in the NFL today – but do you think that this Vikings team is on par with that, or do you think that they'll take a step back from last year and maybe be a team that's on the cusp of making the playoffs but not make it? No, I, I think this. I think this game in particular, there were a couple of things that stood out to me that I feel like walking away from this game gave the Green Bay Packers the advantage. You have Aaron Rodgers, who has always, even with a, a sold-out crowd in attendance use his cadence to his advantage with no crowd and pumped in crowd noise. You could hear the impact of his cadence and it impacted the defense. It got them off a rhythm. He kept them off balance. They couldn't get the timing of his cadence down. And when they tried to jump it, they were offside. I think when it, when you look across the board in the national football league, the veteran quarterbacks that understand how to use their cadence and are just poised, they're going to thrive even on the road because it's technically not no longer a disadvantage or a home field advantage for the home team. He's Greg um, Jennings, former NFL wide receiver. Uh, he's George Rice. You want to wrap it up, George? You got one more no, for Greg? No, 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 okay. great, great, great. All right, Greg, you can find him on Twitter, at Greg Jennings. You can see him weekdays on Fox Sports 1, and you can hear him in an NFL stadium calling a Fox game every Sunday. Greg, we appreciate the time. We'll do it again soon. Absolutely. Appreciate it, guys. Greg Jennings, who's on the call of the Packers-Vikings game today. I I know that there's always the, the Kirk Cousins sort of arguments, but the – Lack of defense from Minnesota, and this isn't maybe the defense that we thought that they had for years and years. There are pieces that that are no longer there. Uh, Linville Joseph, uh, you know, Xavier Rowe may have had a had a tough uh, last few years in Minnesota, but he's no longer there. There's there's questions. I mean, Everson Griffin's not there anymore. We mentioned the the absence of Daniel Hunter, but there was no resistance to anything that Green Bay did. And if I'm a Vikings fan, that's my biggest concern. Nothing about the quarterback position. It's all of what happened when Green Bay had the ball today. Oh yeah, dude! They got cut through like uh, like they were butter, and the Packers were a hot knife. 
it was just, I mean, every single turn, big play after big play after big play. And that's got to be concerning. Granted, the Packers are a really good team. But if you are supposed to be a Super Bowl contending team, you should not have defensive outings where you give up 43 points and you just give, I mean, just give up no resistance to the to the other team's offense. Alvin Kamara scored for the second time today. The Saints turned that Tom Brady interception into points. Kamara, a six-yard touchdown run. Saints on top of the Buccaneers, 14-7, to 10 minutes to go until halftime. Chargers are on the board, but only a field goal. They trail Cincinnati 7-3 to midway through the second quarter. And the Cardinals getting a stop on downs, turning the 49ers over. Uh, 10-7 San Francisco, Arizona uh, in that, or it's 10-7 49ers over the Cardinals uh, about two and a half minutes gone by in the second quarter there is a play under review with that Niners game so we'll have to see if the running back crossed the plane or not we'll keep you up to date here we'll re- look back at what happened earlier today plus a little bit later on in the show look ahead to tonight's Sunday night affair between the Cowboys and Rams he's George Reister get him on Twitter at George Reister he's the six-year NFL vet I'm Dan Byer you can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox what a view it was for a quarterback in a new place. That's coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Breeze out of the huddle under center. They got a tackle over formation, and Alvin Kamara off right tackle into the end zone. Six yards out. The Saints take a 13-7 lead. Fox Sports Sunday with Dan Beyer and your boy, George Reister. And you guys can tweet us 
at Dan Byer on Fox and me at George Reister. And we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And did you know that right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit Geico.com to learn more. Dan, we didn't know if today was going to come, but now that today is here, it is. <laughs> It has been an exciting day. You know, we have had it, some some pretty good performances from guys that we expect to have great performances, like Christian McCaffrey, Russell Wilson. Um, I mean, even Matt Ryan put up a, a lot of yards in a losing effort. And I think that that the biggest thing, my biggest takeaway from the early games, though, was that Aaron Rodgers is back. The Dolphins are very competitive, and uh, I I really liked what I saw from Cam, even though he was he ran the ball way too many times for my liking for him staying healthy. Lamar Jackson is clearly still that guy, and what the heck is up with the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, you know, and and I'll <laughs> there are a lot there's a lot to take away. I do I do want to let people know that the the Saints are up on the Bucks 14 to 7 about 4 minutes until halftime, but Tom Brady just got sacked on a third down, so Tampa's going to have to settle for a field goal and the Cardinals are in 49ers territory down 3 to San Francisco midway through the second quarter, uh but they're facing a fourth and 5 while the Bengals have that 7-3 lead on the Chargers in the second quarter. The cam point is interesting though cuz you and I have talked about uh this on the the Sunday show that we've done and I, I I love what the Patriots did with Cam Newton today because that's what Cam Newton is. That's who Cam Newton is, and it gave them a different dimension. He led them in carries. He led them in rushing. He led them in touchdown scores. He had 155 yards rushing, and 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 that's what you're going to get from New England. That is and that that is what you expect. And listen, there's no point in trying to figure out a way where Cam Newton can play quarterback for the Patriots for the next 10 years because it's not going to happen. So you might also try to make use of what he's been able to do and what he can do, and now that he's healthy, utilize him to the uh, to the fullest, and I think they did that today. I think they utilized him to the fullest. I think they utilized him too much running the uh, football football just because you just because you can do something does not mean that you should do it he's obviously very athletic he's obviously a a tremendous player but at the same time like you you're not thinking 10 years you're you're thinking like 20 games you you need cam for 20 games and I think running him that many times may not get you the 20 games that you were looking for but wrote Real quick, that Alvin Kamara touchdown, his second touchdown that we just heard a few minutes ago was from WWL, the Saints radio network on the call. And, you know, I I thought that for Kamara, though, that this was a really good coming out. Well, even though it's still in the first first half, a good coming out party, because a lot of times you see players who did, quote unquote, hold out or don't or have some sort of contract issue and then they get paid and then the production doesn't necessarily follow it and he's already starting the year off right yeah the 
There, there was a question on the value. What five years, seventy-five million dollars for Camaro and someone like Dalvin Cook, who does have an injury history, gets uh, about sixty-three million dollars. But when you see how much the Vikings would use a guy like Dalvin Cook, you wonder: Is just Camaro the the Swiss Army knife? Is is he really the guy? And there was a question last year about his health, and you brought up the lack of Mark Ingram being there, but he has shown a different burst. So there is something to that to that knee injury. We, by the way, probably wouldn't have seen him even test that in the preseason because I remember in the Saints rookie year or in Camara's rookie year with the Saints he busted off a big run I believe it was against the Chargers in their first preseason game they were like basically all right we're gonna just you know put him in protective casing into the regular season and not use it but it does look like a completely different Alvin Kamara in this you know in this situation just because of the burst that he has. Now, it's only four carries for eight yards and a touchdown, but he's obviously been a weapon for Drew Brees, catching all of his targets so far. And, and when he's gotten to the goal line, he, he's been able to to break through. Saints, by the way, blocked a field goal by the Buccaneers, so it's still 14-7 to with 327 left to go in the first half. Uh, the, uh, the the lack of crowd noise in one of the few places, and we talked a little bit with Greg Jennings about this, this Superdome I thought was a, a one thing like about the National Football League and we're, we're not going to have a point this season where we're going to have full stadiums that's that's never going to happen in the NFL George but when you have this huge divisional games early without any fans in the stands I thought maybe it would work against the Vikings and I think it did today and I wondered how much it was going to work against the Saints in this game but right now uh, not seemingly being an issue for them as they're up seven see I I think it levels it clearly levels the the playing field when you can't when you can hear in every single arena and all of that because it affects your snap count how quickly that your team can move at tempo so that means that the best teams are going that the best teams and the teams that can be motivated and prepared the best are going to win much like what we're seeing in the NBA bubble like it, it's not just the teams that are you know supposedly better. It's the teams that can remain more focused in these in these un you know in these unusual environments, and you don't get the luxury of the crowd booing or cheering to pump you up. No, you got to bring your mm-hmm. own energy, and the people who can do that the best are going to be the winners. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, and the uh, the Niners are driving uh, near midfield against the Cardinals in that contest, ten to seven against San Francisco with the lead. But the Niners are in Arizona territory as the Cardinals were unable to cash in with points there, and the Bengals continue to hold that seven three lead with the Chargers. Uh, in uh, two-minute warning, Chargers are facing a third and three at the Cincinnati 43-yard line. I can't believe you aren't as high on the Chargers uniforms as myself and so many others seem to be. I mean, they are they are they just look sharp and they look new and they look fresh. George, they are they are something else the way those bolts look today. And we're going to get this throughout the season they with look, all of their different combinations. They look they look nice. They look cute. But at the end of the day, like your uniforms are only as great as the play that's in them a lot of times. And um, and today we we have had a lot of teams really really show up and right uh, the game that I'm. Uh, obviously the Buccaneers and the Saints is the game that's getting the most attention right now, but the Saints, um, but, but the 49ers and the Cardinals 
are a game that I'm really looking at too, because I really want to see the maturation of Kyler Murray at quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals and where the 49ers defense is going to be after losing some of like some of their better players. Like they, they lost one of their big time defensive tackles to the Colts. And, and, and so can they put up that same type of defensive effort? But before we get to talking about that and even more, we have to get a roundup of what's been going on throughout the all of uh, all of the NFL today from our man, the myth, the legend, David Gascott. Hey, guys, since you guys are there, we'll start things off in San Francisco or Santa Clara, to be exact. Garoppolo steps up, hits Mostert. Big game. Goodbye. Midfield. He's gone. 40, 30, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown. Man, that house call courtesy of the 49ers Radio Network. Ball game's on Fox. San Francisco leads by a score of 10 to 7. Saints and Bucks. Breeze out of the huddle under center. They got a tackle over formation and Alvin Kamara off right tackle into the end zone. Six yards out. The Saints take a 13 to 7 lead. Skip to Malou on my Saints Radio Network. Two touchdowns so far for Kamara, and they lead right now 14 7 at the two minute warning. Bengals and Chargers from Cincinnati. It's the rookie doing the damage. As Burrow waits for the shotgun snap on second and 10 from the Chargers 23. He runs a nice. quarterback draw. Nice. Trey Hopkins with a great nice. block. Yeah. Yeah. The 10, yeah. 5. Touchdown as Joe Burrow's first NFL touchdown comes on a 23-yard run on a beautifully called quarterback draw. Bengals Radio Network, they had the advantage 7-3 over Los Angeles. Earlier today, Jaguars with the upset beating the Colts, who were seven-point favorites. Eagles were up 17-0 over Washington. Washington came back and won, scoring 27 straight points to win that affair. Speaking of winning from coming from behind, Denver did that. He gets a pick, spins away from that, driving it into the corner. Harris three. That's it! The Nuggets are on top, 109-93 in game number six. They're going to force a game seven, baby, because this thing is over. Nuggets Radio Network, so they win it. Nikola Jokic had 34 points in the victory. Guys, one quick note in Major League Baseball. Alec Mills threw a no-hitter today for the Chicago Cubs. They beat the Brewers 12 to nothing. Back to you guys. Thanks, Dave. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byers. We're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. I'm curious on your thoughts, uh, Dave, with, or excuse me, uh, George, with what's going on with the Bengals and Chargers game because the Chargers, again, were stopped on a fourth down at around the 40-yard line of Cincinnati for the second time this game. And I'm just having a really tough time in trying to figure out the reason on why Anthony Lynn and the Chargers would go for it for the simple fact of, George, you've got a guy on the other sidelines that is playing his first NFL game as the first overall pick. The strength of your defense is Melvin Ingram and Joey Bosa getting after the quarterback. Wouldn't you want to put the Bengals back deep into an uncomfortable situation with their young quarterback instead of trying to run these quarterback sneaks and these read options with uh, with Tyrod Taylor. To me, just a, 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 a bad play calling on the part of the Chargers when you consider what you're trying to accomplish in Cincinnati. 
Okay, play calling maybe I can I can question that, but motive I'm I'm in for it because you want to be super aggressive, especially in in between the forty fives, because you get so much value from that. That's an opportunity to to make big plays. That's an opportunity to uh, get mo- momentum. And also, if you're Anthony Lynn, whose team didn't make the playoffs last year, you're sitting there and you're saying, "Hold up." We have to establish ourselves as a team who can run the ball and is not afraid in the in these moments. So that's that's the motive. But the execution in terms of play calling and the execution of it, that's where they failed in so so far in the beginning of the game because you do trust your defense. So you're so you so you're saying we're willing to take some of these chances, and that's why uh Anthony Lynn has yeah. opted to do that in the beginning of the season. Well, I think that there there's a lot of other reasons outside of analytics and, and what the numbers tell you of why you would go for it on fourth and short in those situations. And I just look at entering this game. I mean, the Chargers come in as a three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against Cincinnati. So that tells me, all right, you're, you're a road favorite to start the season. You are better than the team that you are facing. And right now you're down by four points. I just think that in, in what ended up happening was the Chargers then were able to force a punt, but now there's only 28 seconds left and you're deep in your own territory and you had all three timeouts. If you pooch punted, and even just 10, 15-yard line, you still force Cincinnati to punt it back to you, and then you have the ball with Terod Taylor with 40 seconds left, maybe worst-case scenario, you're at your own 40-yard line. You could still try to get points in that scenario. I just I, I think that... I don't think that the Chargers are in the setting the tone sort of mode. At least you shouldn't be against the Cincinnati Bengals, a team that you are better than. And I just I, I just question those two calls, especially in the first half of this game, when you keep the Bengals around a little bit more and you give them more confidence. To me, I think they're just bad bad play calling on the part of the Bolts. See, I like it. I think that's what you do all season. I, I don't think that you change how you play football depending on the opponent. You say, oh, today, today we're going for it a lot on fourth. No, this is what we're going to do. And truthfully, the analytics actually tell you that that's what you should do, that you should be playing football for, for four downs. The There just haven't been enough teams that have committed to doing that. To to us uh, saying if we're if we're on the if we're in between the forty fives we are this is four down territory period like that this is not run and punt and and I think that that's where sometimes I mean even Bill Bill Belichick he does it a lot he goes forward on fourth and granted like you know like fifteen years ago he had that yeah. one super unsuccessful one against the the Colts that everybody said oh he's stupid this is terrible but in, in reality uh, the the bold and the aggressive are the people that win football games well the the saving grace for the Chargers may be a big pla- pass play from Terod Taylor to Hunter Henry to put them in Cincinnati territory the question is is when exactly Hunter Henry stepped out of bounds Chargers have two timeouts but there's only 15 seconds left Saints are in the red zone uh, getting a first down on a pass from Drew Brees to Michael Thomas and the Niners have just picked off Kyler Murray so San Francisco up 10-7 in that game nearing the two minute warning of the first half have it first down and 10 and now it's going to be about second down and seven from the 23 yard line as Raheem Mostert had a uh, a nice day for the 49ers get that uh, got that pay increase yeah, he's got that 76 yard touchdown reception yeah, to start the game uh, 
that's yeah, that a, was a, a good that was start. A huge, oh, yeah. It's a good most start. Well, you knew something had to happen with that backfield because they had Tevin Coleman, um, Jarek McKinnon, and M- Mostert, and Breedia, and Breda last, Breda last year. Yeah. And they all were able to have success at some point in, point in time. And I think that if you looked, Mostert was young. He showed an ability to, to uh, in the past game, pass protect. He showed his ability to be an every down back. So they're saying, okay, we're going to give this young kid an, an opportunity. But there, there was an event that happened in the game today, Dan. And I don't think we've ever talked about it. Uh, I forget which game it was in, but um, oh, I yeah, oh, 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 it was the Patriots game where they had to fumble out of the back of the end zone, uh huh, and for a touchback. And yes. I wanted to know yep. how do you feel about that rule because that is always one of the most hated I, and controversial yeah, rules in all of I, football. I saw your tweet on it. I was I, I'm not as up in arms as other people are. I think that you could you could do other ways um, to make it less severe for a team. I mean, if they fumble out of the end zone, you know, put them back to the 20 yard line and then and make them start. Or you know, if if the line of scrimmage was was prior to that. But I, I'm not a I, I'm not a big uh, proponent of changing that rule. The problem that I the only problem that I've seen with that rule, George, is because it is it is very penal as as you would say because of the severity of the of the consequences was the year when Austin Safarian Jenkins you know had the ball kind of knocked loose uh on a goal line play he was playing for the Jets against the Patriots oh yeah you know when he still had possession but he it was kind of jostled but then he kept possession but it would just happen to be in the split second that he was crossing the goal line and then was out of bounds so they were like sorry that's a fumble Patriots ball like something like that was to me was absurd where even in that specific play, that the 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 penalty did not justify the crime. But I'm not as up in arms as as some people are are for it. I think there's other ways you could do it. But if it's a touchback, then hold on to the football. Don't reach over the line. That's that's exactly what I say about it. People are they consistently tell you this is a bad rule. That this is terrible. And I always say, well, first of all, don't fumble the the football. And second of all, what is your solution? I get that you don't like it. Oh, should you should you put the ball at the twenty five, and then then people will say, "Well, we were we were at the one. That's too that's too much of a penalty. It, it's never going to satisfy people. It's one of those weird rules that is just that is very punitive. But but how can you be mad? I mean, the defense typically made a good play. Sure. And you just have to be better on offense if you because it's a scoring play. I think that that that's points. So yes, it should be punitive. I don't think that that rule is going to change in the National Football League. I, for as much as the fans are outraged over it, and maybe a coach gets burned by it, I think that the uh, the opposing team can also benefit from that sort of play. And you make a defensive play, to me, it's not enough to change. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Quick rundown of games. Ten seconds left until halftime. Bengals lead the Chargers 7-3, to but the Bolts have the ball at the Cincinnati 
30-yard line. They have one timeout left, likely time for one more play, and then maybe get a little bit closer for Michael Batchley to attempt the field goal if they don't get that field goal, uh, if they don't get that touchdown. Speaking of field goals, Saints just put one on the board against the Buccaneers. It's 17-7, to nearing halftime, about 44 seconds left. New Orleans leads Tampa there, and the Niners are in the red zone. In fact, they're inside the 10-yard line, leading Arizona 10-7 to with a minute to go until halftime. Again, get George Reister on Twitter, at George Reister. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. Coming up next, it was a shootout in Atlanta. We'll talk about it, but first a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmer's Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop-making, lane-change signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state and discount varies. Only available with select Farmer's branded policy. Subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmer's Drug and Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Fox Sports red zone on uh fox sports radio and we are coming to you live from the geico fox sports radio studios so much going on around the nfl today i am your boy george reister with my main man dan buyer so much to, uh, went on earlier in the in the uh league but yeah. you have the chargers down six to seven against the Bengals at halftime. The Buccaneers are down to the Saints 17 to seven, but have the ball with 22 seconds left. And the Cardinals have the ball with two seconds left down seven to 13 on their own 38. Actually, they just made a field goal to send it to halftime down 10 to 13 to the 49ers. Yeah, Zane Gonzalez, 56 yards uh, to pull the Cardinals within three. And uh, there, there's uh, a bigger storyline in that game. George Kittle suffered a knee injury on the 49ers' last possession, was able to walk off the field, but was being tended to by doctors on the sideline. And then obviously, because the Niners weren't going to get the ball back, he headed to the locker room early, but it looked like it was his left knee. One of those where he was out in the flat and the linebacker came up and and tackled him around the knees, kind of bent over awkwardly, don't know the severity, but George Kittle a little, little dinged up in that in that uh, 49ers game. So something to keep tabs on when they resume the final 30 minutes of that game. Yeah, American- and I've I've had that sort of thing happen, except for me, it was not good news. So we're, we're oh, really? hoping that, ever, yeah, tore, tore my ACL. That's, obviously, we, we, we want good things for George Kittle, but I think that this just emphasizes the reason why players hold out to get their money <laughs> when they uh, when they say, "Look, I need my money right now. I'm not waiting on it. I'm not waiting till next year. I will hold out if necessary because this this is football. It's a brutal game, and I need to be paid in advance." Who's who's at fault in a play like that? I mean, is is there any fault? Is the quarterback leaving the the tight end? Uh, hung out to dry is it the linebacker that maybe shouldn't go low is there any any fault on a play like that 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 got Kittle dinged up yes uh I mean sometimes it's just football where where bad things happen to good people but there is there are times where the the defensive player they go low because they don't either they're either attempting to hurt the player or they don't have enough courage to to hit him up top sure and, and and granted, 
it, it is football. It is a rough game that you can't be trying to just take care of everybody. But at the same time, you don't want to be doing anything that could be that could cause an injury when you know it. And most times you do know what the difference is. Yeah, and the, the, the other point of it is, is, I mean, George Kittle is a beast to tackle. So if you're going to yep. tackle him, you're going to probably want to tackle him around the legs instead of tackling him up high because it makes the job ten times yeah, more. But you got to bring your man but... muscles with you. Yeah, got to bring <laughs> your you got to bring your courage with you. And there's a lot of people who are on defense who truly, truly, truly do not have that courage. They they want to pretend like they have that courage, but they don't. Like they, I always say that there is that there's a different type of player there, particularly DBs, mm-hmm. uh, the the cornerbacks and safeties. There are ones who are who are opportunists who wait until you're uh, coming off an injury. I, I mean, sorry, until your until your head is turned or something, and then they just and then they'll tee off on you. But but if they see you coming, they'll hit you over by your knees. And so I don't respect those guys as much. I'm like, no, no, come on, be a man. Hit me up top like you're supposed to. (laughs) Get George on Twitter at George Reister. He's the six-year NFL vet. And unfortunately, I didn't realize that you tore your ACL on a play like that. That's uh, not not that there's any good play to do it, you know, by any means. But I didn't realize it was similar to what Kittle. uh, Well, mine it it wasn't quite similar. It was well, mine mine was different. I I caught a ball across the middle of the field. Somebody was kind of coming at me, but I got I got my face mask grabbed, and I was coming off an an MCL injury, and then it just wiggled on me, popped, dude. It was a mess, dude. I I thought I had gotten I thought I broken my leg. Saints lead the Bucks at the half, seventeen to seven. The other two games at the half as well. Bengals over over the Bolts, seven to six, and the Niners lead the Cards, thirteen to ten. More next. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. 
Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Cincinnati Bengals do have the lead on the Chargers. They're earlier the second half, as you heard David Gascon tell you, but the Bolts are in Cincinnati territory. It's the debut of Joe Burrow, the first overall draft pick in the 2020 NFL Draft. Burrow not doing much with his arm, just 9 of 14 for 51 yards, but doing more damage with his legs. 23-yard touchdown run is the only touchdown of this contest. Bengals, again, up one on the Chargers, 7-6 to six early on in the third quarter there was a lot of uh, George a lot of holding serve uh, stuff that we expected today expected the Ravens to come out and play well and they did played very well in their win against the Cleveland Browns Buffalo handled the Jets that wasn't much of a surprise but then you have a couple of teams that not a lot was expected uh, of them Jacksonville uh, was a home dog more than a touchdown dog today against the Colts and Minshew mania absolutely takes over in Jacksonville once again But then you have the Washington football team, and they welcome the Philadelphia Eagles in. And, you know, for years, Eagles, one of the top rosters in the National Football League, Carson Wentz, year in and year out, you know, could be that MVP candidate if he stays healthy. And we'd seen a few cracks in the armor with the Eagles and the, the injuries that they've had on their offensive line. But to see what Washington did, to what they did today to the Philadelphia Eagles, how does something like that happen? Washington wins it twenty-seven to seventeen to get the first, uh, get the week one win. But how does a team where we expect so little, little and expect uh, so much from the other team? How does Washington pull out a win like they did against the Eagles today? Uh, they get after the quarterback first of all. You you had Chase Young have a pretty doggone good coming out party against the Eagles front front line. He was able to cause the cause a fumble, got in the backfield a few times. That was a solid performance by him. And you have Carson Wentz, two seven, uh, 24 for 42, 270 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. And he also put the ball on the ground twice as well. One of the fumbles was was a loss. So this was not a good performance by by Carson Wentz at, at all. And I think that that's where, you know, you know, you don't want to start the game off on a bad note, but having three turnovers in, in your first game, that's not the way you're supposed to start, especially against a Washington team that that had, you know, that is that Dwayne Haskins is their quarterback and he did not exactly play well. 17 for 31, tad over 50%, 178 yards and a touchdown. Like there was nothing spectacular about what Dwayne Haskins did. And that's where the troubling part is. If you're the Eagles, you're saying we gave up 27. Sure. Not, not only did we lose, we gave up 27 straight points. Like we didn't score from the second quarter until the end of the game. And we allowed 27 points. So there, there's going to be some definite soul searching or what, whatever you want to call it, because this was a really, really bad loss. And it was a division loss on top of that. You know, and mm-hmm. that's why you that's why the NFC East, what hasn't been won by the same team in almost 20 years. That, and this is the reason why, because you have teams play inconsistent. 
And there was no Miles Sanders today for the Eagles, but again, I don't think that is the the difference. Uh, Dallas Goddard seemed to be uh, Carson Wentz's favorite target, targeting him nine times, eight catches. But again, you know, you add you added Deshaun Jackson to the Eagles team, and it's not like Deshaun Jackson of eight years ago. There's the the one of the issues that you had with the Eagles last season was just a healthy guys to catch the football, but also guys to stretch the field. And Deshaun Jackson today had just uh, two catches on seven targets. So that to me is uh, telling me a little something that Carson Wentz is, is in, and him have yet to get on that same page, but these, some of these problems with the Eagles could be creeping in. And when you get sacked eight times, uh, that's also a big issue. So uh, to your point, kudos to the, to the Washington defense of getting after it. They are one and zero today. Good news for 49er fans, George Kittle fans, and for George Kittle. The 49ers tight end is back on the sidelines. Uh, the Niners don't have the ball yet as they start the second half in Santa Clara, but the uh, the good news is, is that George Kittle is back on the sidelines. We'll let you know when, when he comes back into the contest. Also, the Chargers missed a 50-yard field goal, Michael Badgley. There was a fourth and two that the Chargers elected to go for it, George, and or elected to go for the field goal and not go for it, something that I wanted them to do early on in the game, and then Badgley misses the opportunity for them to uh, to take the lead. So That may I, let you know why. Yeah, that, no, <laughs> that's a very, very good point. It was a different, different end of the field, but I'm not sure if it had uh, – it, that was the difference. It seemed to be off the mark anyway. But the Chargers trailing the Bengals seven to six midway through the third quarter. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. I, I just noticed something. I'm watching the Saints Buccaneers game, and Tom Brady. You know how the captains how they wear the C patch, and then they have the number of stars on it, delineating how many years that they've been a captain, right? Mm-hmm. He's new to the Buccaneers and they gave him the C patch with all four with, with, with all four uh, stars. Yes. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like it. You think he should have just the one star for this year? For, Correct. Uh, because it's a new team. Correct. Okay. You don't, you don't get cat. Your, your captain credits. Don't, don't, uh, they they don't carry over from, from team <laughs> to team. This, this isn't is like company start, vacation dude. days. No, it, it, exactly. When a, when a, you start a new team, all your, all, all your PTO, it goes away. You have to accrue your PTO. <laughs> I'll tell you what. The, the, you have to accrue your tenure. Like, you don't, you don't leave. Oh, okay, you've, you've been at Fox Sports Radio for uh, since, since the beginning. Close to, yeah, 15 yeah. years. 15 years. If you leave and go to another network, you don't get tenure there. You're not the like the uh, the the uh, most tenured person there, right? Yeah, correct, correct. I would, it, yeah, yes, exact the same exact situation here. Yeah, you make a really good point. I had never really cared about the 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 captain's patch, but now that you bring it up, it does seem to yeah that that actually does make a lot of sense because of like if you're going to be rewarded for your your valuable uh your that's that's done in a contract. That's what the team pays you. Yeah, like that. That's how you're rewarded that way. But yes, your role with those specific players and and specific teams. Yeah, I think I think you're on the side. I could actually go for that. Where Tom Brady would have to have the one star on it. I don't even know why they have stars. That's the that's a whole other sort of uh, conversation. I, I've it's never. It's like a seniority thing. It's you know, it's a way to like if 
um, like if yeah. you've been a captain for multiple seasons it's 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 like an honor to I, to have that c on your jersey I, and then and then the amount of years that's dope too that's why it should you shouldn't just get free stars when you change teams uh-oh tom brady was just picked off and the saints have brought it back to the house janoris jenkins with the pick six the Saints have taken a 23-7 lead on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers early in the second half. Uh, Tom Brady scored the first points of the day for the Buccaneers on a touchdown run, but since then it is all Saints. This is his second interception of the game. This time it is returned for a score for Cincinnati. Mm. Or excuse well, me, for I, New or er, for uh, New Orleans. I had, I had my eyes on AJ Green wide open, but Joe Burrow uh, overthrew him, and what would have been a touchdown. But the Saints uh, extra point coming up of twenty three to seven on the Buccaneers. This is a another example of the just hand them the trophy crowd, dude. Like the the just hand them the trophy. I did a whole video on this a few years ago on my on my podcast, Right or Wrong. Whole video, because remember in the 2018-2019 season, the uh, you you had just oh just give Alabama the uh, trophy to a to a tag of a lower, just give it to the Golden State Warriors. They they ended up losing to the uh to the Toronto Raptors. Oh, just give the trophy to Duke. Just hand it to them. They're gonna go undefeated because they got Zion Williamson. They lost in the Sweet 16. And this is probably going to be a case, which I said from the beginning, that ju- this just hand Tom Brady another trophy or an NFC crown ain't gonna work like that. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. The Bengals have put some more points on the board. Wasn't a touchdown pass as Joe Burrow was long on a couple of them that could have given Cincinnati the lead, but instead they cash in with a field goal from Randy Bullock, 50 yards out. They're up on the Chargers, 10-6, 9-12 to go in the third quarter. The extra point by Will Lutz was good on the Brady pick six, so it's 24-7. Saints on top of the Buccaneers, just a minute and a half gone by in the second half there. And the 49ers lead the Cardinals 13-10, but the Cardinals have the football and are in Arizona territory – are in San Francisco territory, about the 39-yard line facing a first down and 18. Kyler Murray had a had a nice run, but there was a penalty, which puts him in that awkward first and 18 situation. So a tight one in Santa Clara where there was some question, George, about them playing this game today because of the air quality, but they are playing. Seems to be getting a little better in Southern California with our fires here, but a completely different story up in Northern California. But uh, playing today, and uh, right now the Cardinals give the Niners all they can handle yep and this is a much improved team you you see how much better Kyler Murray is playing because last year both games against the Cardinals I think the 49ers scored a total of like 117 points or something (laughs) like that it was it was silly dude they were they were just they were a doormat and now Kyler Murray has a much better handle on the offense he like he's running around back back, back there. This is going to be a they they're going to be a tough out. Like their their defense is much improved. So this is going to be a much better team.
And DeAndre Hopkins has been a weapon early on for Kyler Murray. Ten targets so far, nine receptions for 75 yards, but it's Chase Edmonds with the lone touchdown for Arizona. But the Kyler Murray-DeAndre Hopkins connection uh, is uh, paying off uh, so far for Arizona, but still down three, facing a third and ten. We'll actually keep it here let you know uh, how they convert on this third down and ten. Again, they're at the 31-yard line now, so it would be about a 48, 49-yard field goal if they don't convert and a pass batted down at the line of scrimmage. You don't have DeForest Buckner on that 49ers defense, but you had a lot of the guys returning from that Super Bowl team from a year ago, and they get the stop. So Zane Gonzalez will trot onto the field to attempt that field goal. Get George on Twitter at George Reister. I'm at Dan Beyer on Fox. He is George Reister, the six-year NFL vet, and I'm Dan Beyer here with you on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote we know how great lamar jackson is but could josh allen be the second best quarterback of that draft class oh hey grief hey he made a case for it today zane gonzalez's field goal attempt is no good so the niners keep that three-point lead yeah bill's mafia you'll want to stay tuned we talk about that next year on fox sports red zone radio there's no distance too far for the perfect trip Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Brady takes a gun snap, quick throw near side. It's picked off. Janoris Jenkins, 15, 10, 3, 2, 1, touchdown. Janoris Jenkins, pick six. And that Alvin, well, and that touchdown is from WWL Saints Radio Network. Oh, man, it is an exciting time. Thank you for joining on, joining us on 
Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. I am George Reister. He, my main man, is Dan Beyer. And we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. So much going on in, in the league. It is very exciting. And Dan had the the, to, the audacity to mention the name <laughs> Josh Allen and good quarterback in the same sentence. You know what we're going to do? We're going to push this off uh, for about 10 minutes, just for a couple of reasons. Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, is actually going to join us here in a little bit. I do got to get people up to date on the scores, though, quickly, George. 24-14. to Tom Brady has thrown his first touchdown pass for the Buccaneers, nine-yarder to O.J. Howard. So still early in the third quarter, just three and a half minutes gone by. It's now 24-14 New Orleans over Tampa Bay. Bengals just converted a third and 10. Joe Burrow to Tyler Boyd, and now Joe Mixon's carried it over the 50-yard line. So the Bengals are in Chargers territory. Five minutes to go in the third quarter. Cincinnati leads the Chargers 10-6. Chargers have outgained Cincinnati 2-1, but when it comes to points, it's the Bengals with the lead. And the Niners holding on to that 13-10 lead on Arizona. Midway through the third quarter, Arizona, though, driving – excuse me – they are not driving. They got the ball back after their field goal that they missed earlier, but uh, they could be getting a few yards on a penalty on a late hit or a high hit on Kyler Murray. So the Cardinals have it first down and 10 at their own 38-yard line, trailing San Francisco 13-10 to midway through the third quarter. Man, a lot of red in this 49ers-Cardinals game, and I know the listener in their car driving around can't see it, but you got the Niners in their red, Cardinals with their red, no fans of the stands, so there's red everywhere. The skies are red in the Bay Area, just a, a red alert absolutely everywhere in Santa Clara today. Yeah, I don't like – I figured out from watching the game today, I don't like the Arizona Cardinals red. It, it, it's, too, it's too pinky. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it's They need a uniform re- refresh. Agreed on that. I can agree with you on that. Even that the whole panel deal that they have for their uniforms just doesn't work. And for as bad as Cleveland looked playing football today, in their uniforms going back to their old classic uniforms, it was a, a great uh, a, a great look for, for the Browns to at least go back. The six points they scored against the Ravens and the 38 they allowed, that wasn't a great look, but at least they look good in their uniforms. So I can give you that. Yeah. That when, remember where people were expecting way more from this team? Uh, the answer is no. They, oh, Baker Mayfield, he's turned a corner. No, he hasn't. He's just not a good quarterback, clearly. I mean, granted, he has had a bunch of different – offensive coordinators but what he's shown up to this point is that he's not a good quarterback and so has your boy Josh Allen as well he's not shown that he he's shown that he is a running back uh playing quarterback who has a rocket arm that's what it that's what he is in that quarterback class you've got in the in that first round class uh, I think we can agree that Josh Rosen is last of those five. Just, um, I mean, the, his 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 opportunity there, look, there situation. Is no, there is no arguing. There, like, what like, are you I know you want to argue. Yes, I know you want to argue matters. everything, but there is situation no situation matters. He hasn't he, he hasn't played, so there's no way that you could even put him in. in there's there's no discussion. Like, there's there there's. 
it's you're figuring out you're putting Lamar Jackson at one and Rosen at five and then sorting out Mayfield, Darnold, and Josh Allen. That's okay, what you're so trying to sort right you, now. You 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 have to put just by mere success, you would have to put Josh Allen at two. But that's because it. But if you had put Baker Mayfield with, if you had put Josh Rosen or Baker Mayfield or Sam Darnold that's with not- that with those defenses, with one of the best defenses in the league the last couple seasons, then you would have gotten similar results. That's 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 not the argument that we're having, though. I mean, like like that's. I, I mean, if if you put Dan Marino on a different team, then you know Dan Marino maybe isn't you know as great or uh, like that's. But we're saying well, what they've done so far. Well, so if Josh Rosen is only well, appearing on a practice squad right now with only getting limited snaps in his time in Arizona and Miami, there's there's no way that you can well, you know. Put I him in. I know somebody who will agree with me. By I know way, somebody okay. who knows the truth, and that's our main man. Adam Kaplan, a Fox Sports Radio NFL insider. He's had a busy day today. You guys can catch him on Sirius XM NFL as well. Adam, welcome to Fox Sports Sunday Red Zone Radio. Guys, good to talk to you today. Um, so we'll, we'll just pick up where we were just talking. About. <laughs> I would like I, to talk about this. I would like to talk about this. I say yeah. that Josh Allen is a running back with a rocket arm pretending to be a quarterback. And with as many throws as he missed today, he missed and a that lot if, today. Yeah. yeah, and if you gave Josh Rosen or Sam Darnold, which haven't played particularly well either, that same level of defense, then I believe you would have gotten the same success. It's hard to say that, but let's just isolate Allen for a second here. If you just look at the numbers, you didn't watch the game, you go, oh, wow, 33 of 46, 312, and two touchdowns. But, George, you said something before I came on here, which is really telling and absolutely the truth. Your quarterback is running the ball 14 times, more than your running backs did. That can't happen. That's in, in, inexcusable. And, by the way, most of those runs were not designed. He just breaks. He breaks. He just decides to run one read, and he runs. That's not quarterback play. Like, he's got to be better than this. And he missed a throw. He missed – I watched the first quarter intently. He missed – Three throws, one would have been for a touchdown. Where You yep. can't miss a guy wide open. You just can't. This is something, talking to the, the Bills coaches, that they thought they had under control because they really worked on his mechanics, and so did Josh. Josh is a very hard worker. They're just some guys that will never get there with accuracy. Drew Bledsoe had this issue. Uh, Donovan McNabb had this issue. You could go throughout the years with some guys, though they're very talented and gifted and wind up being very good quarterbacks. I'm not putting Allen there yet. He's got a long way to go. He's not a very good quarterback yet, if, if even good. But – they have a very good defense. Every once in a while, he makes a wow throw. You're absolutely right. With well, his arm strength, is elite. But his accuracy is well below average. It's just not there yet. And this is only one game, though. You've got you to be careful of, of making broad statements. This is what we're going to see this season. But we've seen this throughout his career. I mean, he's young. He's nascent in his career here. But his accuracy is still a major issue. But I, I think and Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. I, the, if you were to rank those five quarterbacks – in, in how they've played so far in their career, what they've accomplished, what they've done, how would you rank them? Well, that's, Dan, the, that's the it's question. It's a fair question. Right. That's a fair question. Now, just understand, though, Rosen's never gotten a chance. It just he's had the worst luck in the world. He was going to be the Cardinals' starting quarterback. Yeah. But the head coach who wanted Kyler Murray because he recruited him got him. So he got traded. Okay, you, we, 
let's let, let's put Rosen to the side. It's just he's like this is like an outlier. He's fifth, and it's not his fault, yes, but he's not, fifth. Yes, like, that's, I, that's that that's I agree with. Yeah, yeah, I feel so bad for him. He's just had like the worst luck in the world. Um, as far as you know, we're, we're, like okay, give me okay. Both I love to hear from both you guys. Where, where do you have your rankings here for these guys? I would put Lamar clearly one. Yep. I'd put Allen two, Darnold three, Baker four, and Rosen five. It, See, w- it's funny. It's uh, I, I would say this, George, just one second. It's Lamar and everybody else. Like like Josh yep. Allen, if you're saying he's two, he's about as far down as a two. Now, I know he's won <laughs> some games. Okay, winning does matter, but that's not really how you judge a quarterback. It's, it's, that's part of it when you, when, you rank these, when you rank attributes. But there's so much that goes into to winning. Their defense has been cons- consistently very good, one of the top in the National Football League since he was drafted. Thank you. This is what I've been trying to say. I know Dan's going like, to is... curse me out when I'm done. No. He's like, man, I thought he was going to agree with me. No, no I, I just uh, – <laughs> George changes the argument to his argument, and well, that wasn't it. the what question. You know? So, uh, no, I no, just think... – it, it, it is Lamar Jackson, and it's everybody else. None of them have been good Dan, particularly. None right. of them. I, I agree. Well, but, Dan, what's your – please explain to us because I'm late to this conversation. Sure. What is your issue where you think Josh Allen should be given more credit? Because I think that that running the football is not a negative. Like, we look at quarterback play in a way where it's how you can read a defense and how you can pick it apart, and I just don't think that running the football is looked at as uh, a benefit. And I, I don't think that that's that's I don't fair. Think that that's okay, true. I get it. All right, so so I've had this conversation with with a lot of coaches, particularly guys who thought that guys that you want are Carson Palmer, the drop back quarterbacks, who are not going to move or just going to stand like statues and throw the football. Well, yes, it's great if you have those guys, but guess what? There's no Carson Palmer in the National Football League anymore. Today's NFL it is actually helpful. It's it's called a plus. If you have mobility and can run when the pocket breaks down, when you've gone through your progressions. Go and run. Derek Carr, the issue that the, the Raiders have with him, particularly there's two or three that they have an issue with him, is he refuses to run the football. If the Red Sea parted, he refuses to run. Where there's no one around him where he could probably run for 30 years, he won't do it. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. But you, Dan, I, the way you explain this, this part, I, to, I, it's a very fair and well said. But I agree overall with George here because Josh Allen with that arm, you cannot excuse the inaccuracy. Yes, it's nice if, if he, he, he – the other part about this, Dan, with, with uh, Josh Allen from teams that have played them and I've talked to, he does not go with progressions very well. It's usually one, one and a half, and he runs. I would, a hate, problem. I would hate to hear what you guys have to say about Josh Allen on a day he doesn't have a career high and they win. My goodness, three hundred twelve. Yeah, no, Dan. it was the fact. <laughs> Dan, Dan, he missed for him. He and, and guys, I know. Guys, I, we, I, we are we are we are on with Adam Kaplan, NFL Insider, uh, Sirius NFL XM, and Fox Sports Radio. It, it, it's not about the stats. It's a, it's about when you look at he missed multiple wide open wide receivers. And it drives that the is a problem. Crazy, George. You know, as a, f- a former player. Dan, you've been watching football your whole life like I have. When guys are open, I remember Brad Childress, the, the former head coach of the Vikings, saying this, and he was a coordinator for many years. He goes, he would say to the unfortunately now late Tavares Jackson, but when he coached him, he said, Tavares needs to make the routine passes routinely. Just hit the ones to the guys wide open. This is what drives people crazy with the Bills. I don't care if he's an elite athlete. For, for, that's great. That's an added part, a benefit. But when the guy's wide open, hit him. 
Yep. Dan, watch this guy. It drives me out of my bleeping mind. It's, this is a family show. So I can't see, do what I really see the, uh, and, and the problem with it for, for, for coaches is this. They uh, tell them, do not miss the layup. That yes. Because yes. Because what what yeah. happens is is that then that closes up the playbook for 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 coaches on third down on fourth down it closes it up because they're like is this dude can he hit this guy in the flat if if this dude is wide open is he going to hit him yes or no I mean it's the same thing that why I have a problem with Jimmy Garoppolo too that that throw in the Super Bowl. Every if you are a starting quarterback in the NFL, the one that he missed for a touchdown, you have to. If you are a good quarterback, you have to make that throw. Would you agree with that, Adam? Yes, but but I thought Garoppolo had a good year. But let's. Did you guys watch Carson Wentz today? Oh, he Carson was Wentz, He had a bad game. Totally, really inaccurate. Yep. He's got real issues with his footwork. This is something I caught last year. Um, you know, I do this show called Inside the Birds, which is generally Eagles based, and. What I do is I call in advance. Someone with a, who does advance work on, on the Eagles every week. It's either the coordinator, the defense coordinator, uh, DB's coach, um, general manager, head coach, whoever it is. I want to know, what do you see when you watch this football team? And when Wentz was really off in the middle of the season, his footwork was atrocious. And, and, and by the way, I remember talking to the Bills when we talked about Josh Allen. When he is off, his, his feet are not set. Dan and George, if you get a chance, and I know it's TV, but if you're able to slow it down on your DVR or if you're, you know, you're at home and you can do it, watch his footwork. When he's off, the ball sails because his feet aren't set. Adam Kaplan joining us here on Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Uh, Bengals lead the Chargers 13-6 to nearing the end of the third quarter, but the Bolts are in Cincinnati territory. Still 13-10 to between the Niners and Cards with two minutes to go on the third, and the Saints have that 24-14 lead on the Buccaneers midway through the third quarter. I was I was going to ask you about the, the, the Eagles and, and the loss today to Washington. Brutal. Brutal. Um, what about the offensive line, though? I mean, it just they ran a guy. sacks. Yeah, it's terrible it, for for the Washington defense. Is it? Yeah. Is that why you've got the happy feet, or is it? I mean, no. This is this is on Wentz here in terms of his footwork. That that has nothing to do with it. But you make a fair point bringing it up because let me tell you something. They landed the game with five off, or six offensive linemen. Uh, one of Ooh. them that got benched, Matt Pryor, was a guy they just would not put in. He had he had started a game last year, and he got benched. But they started Nate Herbig, an undrafted free agent last year. Uh, he was starting it at right guard. Uh, they started Jack Driscoll, a fourth-round pick at right tackle for Lane Johnson, who I'm told last night was telling people he was going to play. But uh, he had that, that he had a special ankle surgery, which is called tightrope, which gets you on the field within four weeks. Tua had it, and Jalen Hurts had it, both when they were at Alabama. Uh, so Johnson was not ready. Jordan Mailata, the former rugby player, went in at, at, at right tackle uh, very late in the game, did the best that he could. I mean, they just they were down so many players that that hurt them. And remember, they got up seventeen nothing. They looked like the, this game looked so out of reach after one quarter. It looked like Philly was going to win thirty four to to nothing. And then what happened was Wentz started missing throws, as you mentioned, Dan. They they Wentz was under severe pressure, and he also turned the ball over a little bit. And the other pr- problem is, and this ha- this this is a problem for your defense. Would you keep giving your defense? When you keep when you when you give them a short field and when they're hot and by the way the Eagles lost two defensive linemen today, that's going to kill the that's really going to kill their stamina. They were really worn out by the end of the game, and it really showed. This reminds me of the Miami game last year, which they choked, where their defense could not get off the field and they got they got worn down in the Miami Heat and they wound up losing. 
Um, I, I want to ask you about one of those other quarterbacks. Uh, it well that was drafted the uh, year before is Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Everybody was so excited, but I said, do not get too excited about it because he is still bad. Baker Mayfield, even the Browns. Uh, Twitter was putting out videos of OBJ catching the ball over two guys, and it mm. was just an atrocious pass. And they clearly have good talent offensively, but he's been the common denominator in what's been bad. What do you see there? Yeah, George, it's a two-receiver offense. It's Landry and it's Beckham. They don't have a three, four, or five. They, they spent a lot of money on Austin Hooper, made him the highest-paid tight end in NFL history for about a month uh, at $10.5 million a year. Uh, David Njoku, who they inherited this regime, uh, he did score today where he was wide open. I, I, I mean, he literally walked in uh, for a touchdown, but they were completely inept. Mayfield was w- really off in his mechanics. Now, talking to, talking to um, a high-ranking coaching uh, person with the, the Browns, their goal was to reduce his reads, make it easier for him, because they felt that when they watched his tape last season, this new staff, that they gave him too much, the, the former staff gave him too much on his plate, and he just, he just didn't function very well. Well, today, look, it's only one game, so you don't want to go overboard here. But it, it was a tough game. His accuracy was way off. They got absolutely smoked, and their defense didn't show up either. And you know, Lamar Jackson was just scintillating special today. I, I love watching him play, guys. I just yeah. It's something that I, you know, Mike, as good as Michael Vick was, people brought up Michael Vick. This kid's way better because he's a better passer. I love watching him. And, and, and I'm going to wrap up with this, and, and I apologize because I don't think it's on necessarily the radar, but is Minshew Mania now a real thing? Like, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was great last year, but 19 to 20 today. I know. Uh, you know, I the, know. The, uh, the Colts were, I think, eight-and-a-half-point favorites, at least at one point during this week that they were on the road to go to Jacksonville. Um, it, Real deal, or or is this well, just he, a... No, it, it is on my radar. Here, here's what John Filippo told me, who was this former OC uh, last season. When he got him last summer, Minshew was not there yet. He, he didn't have a good training camp. So they, they were actually debating whether they should bring in a quarterback to compete against him. Uh, but what happened was, and obviously Nick Foles was there, or, or to, after Foles got hurt, would they bring somebody else in? They didn't. I remember talking to him late last season. He said, look, this kid was terrific. For the most part, he, he had the bad, bad game in London. He handled the mental part of it. He's a pretty good athlete. Uh, he's not the biggest guy in the world, but he's a pretty accurate passer. Uh, their offensive line was injured a lot last season. They were better th- th- this game against the Colts. Look, they're, they're probably not going to be very good. I give, him a, I, I, I give him credit for winning that game. Still, the pressure, because if, if they're going to have Dan a top three pick and Trevor Lawrence is there, they're taking him. Yeah. That's just the belief. But he's really gifted. I, I'm, I'm a little bit surprised he's been as good as, as he was when I was with him two days last summer. I was not impressed by him. But that just goes to show you sometimes when the lights go on, you could turn it on. He certainly has been a surprise. Well, I was impressed with him while, while he was at Washington State. And, Adam, I'm impressed with you with all the insight that you've given us today. This was good, guys. guys. I loved it. I hope, oh. Rob, I, I hope Dan doesn't like, want to crush me. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't impressed with either of your opinions, i got to say. <laughs> oh, nah, just, kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> he, uh, I enjoyed it, guys. <laughs> he's Adam Kaplan at Kaplan NFL. Um, and also host of the Inside the Birds podcast and Fox Sports Radio NFL Insider. Adam, thank you for joining us, and thank you for being on the right side of history today. Loved it, guys. Thank you. (laughs) Dan is so upset right right, right now because it's all – Reister, never wrong. Always Reister, never wrong. Uh, 
All right. Whatever. Uh, but but uh, first, we have to figure out what is going on in all of these games from our main man, Mr. David Gascon. All right. So, so since he might be a little upset, I got to ask Dan Byer a personal question. What's that? What week are you buying these L.A. Chargers uniforms? Well, I... I I, I love them, all the different variations. I love the uh, the graphics when they put them out. I thought they were great. And then to see them on the field today, yeah, wow, they looked uh, spectacular. Because he uh, wants to hug them. Well, I know. Well, see, here's the thing. Because your Instagram account, you got the decked out studio in, yes. the, in, the, in the buyer mansion. So I'm wondering when, when you're going to don one of these Chargers jerseys inside well, the mansion. So, you know, the, the Chargers mini helmet will be on its way soon, ah, but right. I, I, yeah, they kind of have to be specially made because of the adding of the numbers. Oh, so, okay. yeah, so there are a few out there, so I'm narrowing that down. I don't know. I'm not a jersey guy, and I don't have enough room on the walls for the jersey, but uh, the, the mini helmet will be will be here soon enough. Fair enough. Why well, bring that up, guys, because L.A. just got into the end zone. The PAT was up, and it was good. So they're locked up right now. Chargers and the Bengals at 13 apiece. Tyrod Taylor's 14 to 26 for a buck 90. Hunter Henry, five receptions for 73 yards. Saints and Bucks are going at it. Now a second down and 15 from their own 32. Ball on the left hash. Bucks working from our left to right. Chris Godwin in motion again to the right. Brady takes a gun snap. Quick throw near side. It's picked off. Janoris Jenkins, 15, 10, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown. Janoris Jenkins. Pick six. Saints Radio Network. Brady came right back and threw a touchdown pass. He's 15 to 23 for 157 and a couple scores. Bucks have the football. They're near midfield and they trail by 10. 24-14. Still has a long way to go. There's 3:55 to play in the game's third quarter. Arizona and San Francisco in a tight one. End of three quarters to play at Santa Clara. 49ers with a three-point lead. Don't forget, guys, the nightcap: Dallas and the LA Rams. Kickoff time is at 8:20 Eastern. Game seven, there shall be between Denver and the L.A. Clippers. He gets a pick, spins away from that, driving it into the corner. Harris three. That's it! The Nuggets are on top, 109-93 in game number six. They're going to force a game seven, baby, because this thing is over. Over. Nuggets Radio Network. Guys, back to you. I have to admit, (laughs) I was so jacked up for football today, I forgot that that was an early tip. (laughs) Like, I completely spaced, and I looked on my – and I'm like, oh, wow, they're at the half. Like, I was I was so entrenched in week one of the NFL that I could completely uh, spaced on it. Appreciate it. And, 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 there's, and there's no way that you could have put that game anywhere else. Gavin and I were talking about it. They put it at 10 a.m. Pacific. It's yeah. like, where else would you put it, one or five? No Not way. With, yeah. Well, I would have put it at one because uh, – Dude, I was the same way. I looked up. I looked on my uh, – I was on social media, and I saw – wait, hold up. The game is on. So I flipped over. The uh, the Clippers were up 17, and I thought, oh, this game's over. It was very similar to that, to that Eagles-Washington game. Oh, yeah, the game's over. And then you flip back a few minutes later because I was like, I'm going to watch fo- football because this game's probably over. It's going to be a blowout. I look back. Boom, they're up two points. I was like, dude, this is atrocious. Yeah, there will be a game seven. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Thanks for that, Dave. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Yeah, keeping our eye as the uh, the Buccaneers try to close that 10-point gap. Coming up next, uh, George Kittle is back on the field for the Niners, but can the Cardinals take the lead in a possible NFC West upset? We'll tell you after a word from Farmers. 
You get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get new car replacement. So if your car is totaled, Farmers will pay to replace it with a new one of the same make and model. Like reuniting with an old friend with the added benefit of that new car smell. So it's really new car and new car smell replacement. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Optional coverage not available in every state. Only available with flight farmers branded policy subject to terms and conditions. Underwritten by Farmers Truck or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Mako is ready to fix those dents. Repair that collision damage. Spray on a fresh coat of paint. With online estimates, contactless service, and our best price guarantee. Come to Mako and roll out refreshed. Go to Mako.com to get started and to find a shop near you. Uh-oh, better get Mako. Fox Sports Radio Red Zone. It is your boy, George Reiser with Dan Beyer, and we are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios And right now in the fourth quarter, we have the uh, Chargers up 16 to 13, just hit a a 22-yard field goal by Bagley for the Chargers to go up 16 to 13. Uh, The Buccaneers are still down to the Saints, but they have closed in a little bit. It is 24-17, and the Buccaneers are marching right now. And over in the uh, the the final game of the afternoon slate, you have the Cardinals up seventeen to thirteen on the 49ers. They just scored a touchdown, and Zane Gonzalez made the extra point. Um, Kyler, Dan, yeah, Kyler Murray, twenty-two yard touchdown run, and uh, and I tell you what, there are two things that popped into my mind uh, on the touchdown run is. Man, he is an X factor. Like his, his legs, uh, in when the play broke down, he needed one block and was basically to the house. But the other thing, George, if when you're the 49ers, and this is what I always felt with Super Bowl losers, is you don't have that motivation that the 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 grind to do all the work you had and come away with nothing and losing a Super Bowl is a reason why I think that teams have such a tough time getting back the next season when they lose. And to not have a crowd there to support them or jazz them up, um, I'm just wondering if the 49ers are just a little low on juice today, and that's why the Cardinals have stuck around and now taken that lead. Uh, I think it's because the the Cardinals have gotten better at stopping the the run as opposed to last year where they just got just physically dominated in every single aspect up front. And they would just, I mean, and Jimmy Garoppolo was throwing the ball all over the place because they were able to run the ball so well, play action. And now that the ball is in Jimmy Garoppolo's hand more, mm-hmm. like he's just not that guy. Like he's a good, he's a solid quarterback, but there's nothing special that we've seen uh, since Jimmy Garoppolo has been starting. Granted, he's got a bunch of wins uh, and and wins matter. But when it comes to actually, you know, playing the quarterback position and being able to make those throws when it matters the most, he still has some room to grow in that area. If they don't have that uh, touchdown pass to Mostert that went for 76 yards, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's got 110 yards passing today. And I know there's no Debo Samuel, but the, the point is, is – yeah, that's that's not good to your point about Jimmy G and and his numbers look a lot better because a lot of the work that Raheem Mostert did. Yeah, and it it is a uh, rough day for some, but it is a great day for so many. Fox Sports Radio Red Zone. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare the wait is over the shy is back on paramount plus and the stakes have never been higher Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Saints are knocking on the door. Niners are in the end zone, and Joe Burrow has one of those rookie moments. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio, and not only are the Saints in the red zone, they're now in the end zone. Drew Brees to Emmanuel Sanders. There's a flag on the play, but it's likely going to be a face mask against Tampa Bay. We mentioned the Niners going up on the Cardinals, now 20-17 to as the extra point was good. Eight and a half to go there. But Joe Burrow just threw. He could have a 15-year career in the National Football League, George, and I don't know if Joe Burrow will throw a worse interception in his career than the one that he just threw. He was being pressured. His team was in Chargers territory. They were only down by three. Burrow tried to make a play and basically threw a shovel pass option pitch to Melvin Ingram. The problem is Melvin Ingram is on the Chargers. So <laughs> that, that is what you've got. And the Bengals, and this happens. This is, you got your rookie quarterback starting week one. You haven't had any preseason game. They don't have any timeouts left in this contest. So the Chargers with 435, likely to get a first down on a hit to the head of Keenan Allen. So the Chargers uh, will uh, be able to run more clock off this game. But it's what you get when you're a rookie quarterback in, in Joe Burrow, just an awful interception for the Bengals. And people have been on Twitter screaming for Tyrod Taylor to come out of the game. Just bring Herbert in already. Bring Herbert in. Like, no, slow down, dude. Slow down because Joe Burrow has been forced into action. Granted, he may be the best quarterback on the roster. Her- Herbert may have a brighter future than Tyrod Taylor. Tua, obviously, than than uh, Ryan Fitz- Fitzpatrick, the Dolphins hope. But you don't want to have to, with no preseason, no, um, no mini camps, no real training camp action like usual, you don't want to have to have your rookie quarterback come in and start. That's why I like what the Dolphins and the Chargers are doing with their two young quarterbacks. 
because you are going to have these sorts of mistakes. And one of the things that my concerns about Joe, Joe Burrow, which, which granted he may turn out to be a, a fabulous quarterback, but, but one of my questions about him was, was that he had such elite wide receivers at LSU that, uh, that they would outmatch the defensive backs a lot of times. So he could just throw the ball up for grabs sometimes. And the defenses weren't quite as complicated because you could no huddle and hurry everything up. So then the defenses are forced to play what they call vanilla coverages, which are very simple, you know, basic cover, cover three, cover one, uh, man to man, some, some along those lines or cover two. And now he's he has to like those windows are smaller. Everything speeds up. So now that is why receivers don't have an advantage on every single play on the defense. Can he make up for that? And he's still young. Obviously, it's his first game. He's doing pretty well. But that's what we're going to have to see over the next, you know, you know, year, two years with him. Well, the good thing for Joe Burrow is it looks like he's going to have an opportunity to redeem himself. Referees waved off the helmet-to-helmet hit that involved Keenan Allen of the Chargers. So the Chargers ended up with a second down and then were just stopped on a third and one. So the Bolts will be punting the ball back to Cincinnati 16-13, to but there's under four minutes to go, three and a half minutes to go and counting in that contest. And again, if you're just joining us, a minute ago, I mentioned no timeouts today or right now for the Cincinnati Bengals. They have used all of their timeouts in the second half. Uh, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals now down three as they are taking on the 49ers, and he just missed a wide-open Christian Kirk with eight and a half to go. Niners up three in that contest, but the Saints in the game of the day, uh, you could see that one on Fox as you could see the Cardinals and Niners as well, depending on where you live, but it's Brady against Breeze, and there, there seem to be some hiccups in, in in the adjustment for Tom Brady. While the Saints seem to be the well-oiled machine and Drew Brees has gotten it going a little bit in the second half, but there have been a few hiccups with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Brady has been picked off twice in this contest, and now he's going to have to rally them from a 14-point deficit if they want to get a victory in this game. A chippy game as well today in New Orleans, George. Yeah, oh yeah, because it, it is, because it's a division game. And also, the Saints are probably irritated with hearing so much about the Buccaneers. Uh, and, and the Saints feel like they could have been robbed out of two back-to-back potential Super Bowls with referees' calls. The one with the sure. Rudolph, with the, with the Kyle Rudolph non-pass interference call. And then the Kamara non-pass interference call the, the year before that. So I, if you're the Saints, you're tired of hearing about everybody else. But they're in a case where, remember we were talking about uh, last week, where we were talking about your team's windows, where they feel like their their window is right now or their window's later. Oh, we'll get them next year. The Saints may have already passed up their window because they've had two legitimate opportunities to win a Super Bowl and weren't able to capitalize on either one. Now, what happened, because of a penalty on Tampa Bay, the Saints ended up kicking the ball from midfield, and instead of doing an onside kick or kicking it through the end zone, they kind of did a pooch kick, and the Buccaneers mishandled it. Saints recovered, so now the Saints up 14 points with 11.37 to go, and they'll have the ball in Tampa territory. So right now it sure looks like 
Tom Brady's debut is going to end up in a loss for the Buccaneers as the Saints try to go up three scores. They're actually inside the red zone following that that muff of that kickoff, and the uh, the Saints are knocking on the door. I'm interested. We're, we're, these games are going down to the wire. Cardinals are now in 49er territory, down three with 6.52 to go. They're at the San Francisco 38-yard line, and Joe Burrow and the Bengals are down three to the Chargers, approaching the two-minute warning. They're at their own 36-yard line. Let's focus a little bit on the, the Bengals and Chargers just because that one has the least amount of time left. If you're Zach Taylor, what kind of throws are you trying to get uh, for Joe Burrow in this situation? Do you want to play for just a field goal without any timeouts and run this down? How do you handle this final two minutes that Cincinnati's going to have from the Chargers' 48-yard line? I think you play to win. I mean, they have, you know, two minutes left. They they have, they're at midfield. You can't just play for a field goal here. You have plenty of opportunity because Joe, Joe Burrow has run two-minute offenses before. They've done it in practice. And this is an opportunity for you to give your quarter, your young quarterback an opportunity because he can work the whole middle of the field. He can work the – because there isn't a time constraint at this point in time – 15 more yards and you're in field goal range already. So that's the first thing that you want to do is you do want to get in field goal range. But as soon as you do that, then you tell them, take care of the football. However, be aggressive. Like don't just settle Mm -hmm. for a, don't just settle for it. However, you can't take any sacks, get the ball out of bounds. If you do like this just becomes a, a quiz, a pop quiz in football awareness at this point because you want your young quarterback to have good instincts without you having to necessarily tell him every single thing in his headset on every play. The Cardinals have retaken the lead on the San Francisco 49ers. Kyler Murray just threw a 34-yard touchdown pass to DeAndre Hopkins. They will take a look at this, but even if it's not a touchdown, it would be first and goal from the one. Somehow, some way, the 49ers lost track of DeAndre Hopkins in the secondary Probably the only guy that you should not lose track of if you're the San Francisco 49ers was wandering free, and now the Cardinals are likely – it's going to be a question on whether he got in, if he extended the ball over or not, but they are reviewing it. Either way, the Cardinals, with about five and a half minutes to go in this game, 518 to go, are uh, knocking on the door and right now have the lead if the officials – call stands on the field there's also an injury going on which is going to allow uh, some more time but they are taking a look at this did you think deandre hopkins got in on this touchdown reception that he caught at about the uh, 20 yard line and ran 20 yards to get in they are reviewing it's very I, close I, I must preface this with kyler murray is on my fantasy team so okay. the answer is yes right. the answer is yes he absolutely got in and, there's and no for, question in my mind and for those of us that may be playing Kenyon Drake today, we're hoping he's a yard short. And it looks like he is a yard short. I think that when you see the, the replay from one of the angles, he is going to be about a yard short. As for the Saints-Buccaneers game, Saints facing a third and goal. They were unable to convert, so likely a Will Lutz field goal. I'm telling you, we're just bouncing around here. They're back from the two-minute warning in Cincinnati, but there's a penalty on the field, and the uh, the Bengals may be backed up back into their own territory near midfield. I think this will be overturned, 
but uh, that would keep it 20 to 17 San Francisco over Arizona with 518 left and for the criticism that Jimmy Garoppolo has had if they don't get a stop here the 49ers defense this will be in the hands of Jimmy Garoppolo to maybe change that narrative or the narrative that was was continuing from what they failed to do when they ended up trailing the Chiefs in Super Bowl 54 could have an opportunity to bring his team back the review on the field is reversed, so DeAndre Hopkins has the touchdown taken off the board. Sorry, George Reister. I know that's not good for you in the fantasy football world, but the Cardinals will have the <laughs> It was actually the correct call. It was terrible for George's fantasy team, but it was the correct call on the field. Now back to the Bengals game. We're just going back and forth like a ping-pong match. The Willots field goal was good, so the Saints are up 17, but the Bengals don't have any timeouts. And so there's a minute 35, and John Ross just caught a first down pass that is very iffy if he got both feet in because it looked like he was bobbling the ball. There, That's not a catch. So th- that would be an incomplete pass if they review the, the play in Cincinnati and the referees did stop it in time. So the Chargers are going to be able to get that stop. As for the Cardinals, they are into the end zone. It is Kenyon Drake from one yard out. So Arizona has now taken the lead officially on the 49ers, 23-20 to with 5.03 left to go in that contest. Way to wow, go. We... You're, you're a jinx. Way to go. <laughs> was... But, how, how, however, that was beneficial for me as well because Kenyon Drake, I wish he had – I wish he had caught the pass for him to go in, but sure. but, it, but uh, it, I you know I, but but he I'm playing him heavy in my D- DFS lineups. Okay, that's good. It reminds me of the other night when the Texans and Chiefs were playing, and Sammy Watkins was stopped short, and then the Chiefs just ended up running a one yard touchdown, just threw it out to him in the flat, and he was able to score, so he was able to at least make it up with his team. Uh, one thirty five to go. They are reviewing that John Ross play. As for the Cardinals' extra point, uh, that kick is up by Zane Gonzalez, and it is good. So Arizona leads the Niners 24-20 to with just over five minutes to go. When we come back, we'll have the conclusion of this Bengals-Chargers game, and it looks like the Saints have put away the Buccaneers. He's George Reister, the six-year NFL vet. Find him on Twitter at George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. You can find me on at Dan Beyer on Fox. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio as we're coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote can joe burrow be the hero in his first ever nfl game we'll find out next year on fox sports radio there are some things that are too good to keep a secret like how your amex platinum card helps you have the perfect trip i'd like to check into the centurion lounge or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables Ooh, yum and how you get the most out of select can't miss events With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought 
in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. We are coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. And Joe Burrow is trying to be the hero and save the day for the Cincinnati Bengals right now with his first uh, fourth quarter comeback. There's a penalty flag. We will see what's going on there. And you also have the Saints putting a bruising on the in in Tamba Bay, raining on the Tamba <laughs> Bay parade. And the 49ers are driving as well, trying to come back. Jimmy Garoppolo is trying to lead a comeback on the Arizona Cardinals down 24 to 20. Yeah, he's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. And Randy Bullock is on uh, to attempt a game-time field goal because A.J. Green thought he had a go-ahead touchdown but was called for offensive pass interference. And now Randy Bullock just missed a field goal that would have tied the game and he is I think he pulled the muscle because it wasn't even close. This was like a 30-yard field goal attempt for the Cincinnati Bengals. Wow. I thought the Chargers looked like they're going to escape. But I'll tell you what, even if Randy Bullock isn't hurt, I would walk off the field like that considering how bad this kick was. I would pretend I was hurt. And I would try to sprain my ankle walking off. He, he may have pulled some. This wasn't even close. This, this it, it was wide right. And this would have been a 31-yard field goal. And Bullock immediately grabbed his leg. So the Chargers are going to escape. Bengals likely covered, by the way. But I think it was three and a half. But the Bengals could have gone into overtime. <laughs> Joe Burrow's face. Everyone's face. Anthony Lynn's face of, oh, my goodness. The Chargers are going to escape. Joe Burrow, a valiant effort at the end, was 7 of 10 for 60 yards at one point on this final drive. Thought they had a go-ahead touchdown, but the offensive pass interference uh, ruled it, uh, I should say, canceled the, the score. And instead, you've got the Chargers on the missed field goal by Randy Bullock winning over the Bengals. 16 to 13 if i'm randy bullock i ask for the cart to take me off and just <laughs> just drive me home no dude, just drive me home i don't want to go into the locker room i uh, are going to lock no just take me to 1464 collins drive that's where i live because i don't want to go into the locker room and face dude, what i just had to face you that would only make it worse unless you have a legitimate injury and you need surgery tomorrow you can't do that dude you will lose <laughs> all respect from your team 
teammates, they would say, oh, really? This dude faked an injury to get out of a bad situation. And that's why and, – and people would say, see, that's why we hate kickers already anyway. Uh, in reality, I will say this, and I'm going to give a silver lining to Cincinnati in just a bit, but I do want to get people up to date on what's happening in Santa Clara. You mentioned Cardinals up on the Niners, 24-20, but the Niners are driving. They obviously need a touchdown. A field goal does them no good here. They have all three timeouts, but they're under a minute to go, and the Niners are facing a third down and five. They're facing it from the uh, Arizona 16-yard line. So Jimmy Garoppolo, who has seven game-winning drives in his who career. Just underthrew a wide-open guy. And, oh, geez, there, there's, there is some drama in Santa Clara. The Cardinals are just one stop away from pulling off a big upset, one of the many upsets that we've had in week one in the National Football League. But Jimmy G will have one, le- uh, one more play. You, the the underthrow on his pass into the end zone. Well, if you overthrown, it would have gone out of the uh, out of the end zone. But instead, he was looking for Trent Taylor and uh, was unable to uh, to get anything done. Niners have all three timeouts. They aren't using them. Obviously, if they don't get this, they feel that they can get a stop and uh, would probably have. I don't know. Uh, here's the deal: if you're San Francisco. And there's 37 seconds left in this game, and you're facing a fourth and five. Arizona just called their second timeout uh, on defense. So I was going to ask you, George, because of only 37 seconds left, would it have been smart for San Francisco to use a timeout on this play? The other reason I say that is because if you run three plays from scrimmage, they're likely to take at least four seconds off the clock. So now you're down to 25 seconds. You then punt it away, which could take 10 seconds off the clock. Best case scenario, you would have 15 seconds to do something. I would rather use a timeout to figure out a play in that scenario than try to force a punt with 37 seconds left because you have all three timeouts. You are spot on, my man. You can't take these wide – you can't take these timeouts home with you. You can't. You just just have to – like you have to use them wisely because there's no point. Like you're not going to get the ball back. The only thing that San Francisco could do is if they kick the field goal right now and then try to. Uh, but still, to, to on do, some, but, you know, yeah. I mean, the yeah, time- it's, it's just not a tenable solution. And the, by the optimal solution would have been to call a timeout with the 52 seconds left and then just pace yourself down. The way in case something bad happens, you could still spike the ball. You still got two timeouts left and you're not in a hurry yet. This is a situation where they went to Trent Taylor on fourth down. It was batted down. Arizona is getting the stop and likely uh, getting the win. San Francisco does have three timeouts. We'll have to see how Arizona offensively handles this scenario. This is a burrito, dude. This is wrapped up. Yeah, this, this is pretty much done. So Arizona will go to Santa Clara and beat San Francisco. And it was another bad pass by Jimmy G. It was uh, Uh – didn't have enough zip on it to yep. Trent Taylor, but also he threw it to the inside. No, he 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 threw it to the in, inside. This is truly like I, I granted no quarterback is perfect in these situations. However, the upper tier quarterbacks, which people want to believe that Jimmy Garoppolo is, even when he's not, like they make these throws. They make these throws more often than they don't. And when when you are inaccurate, that's the kind of thing that does happen. He didn't even give Taylor a chance to catch it the uh, the same way that he didn't 
when uh in in the end zone when he when he underthrew for a touchdown for a game winner it, th- this is who he is so but but Jimmy Garoppolo as was just and I'll give Fox people the the credit does have seven game winning ending or you know game winning drives in the fourth quarter in his career so is it is it the clutch factor or is it just the guy can't make all the throws or because there are stats to support that he has been successful in the clutch just and there, not maybe there on are the st- there are stats that that would support that um, that that Josh Allen appears to be a good quarterback too. I mean, <laughs> if you looked at the a good passer, but that's not the case. You can you can make numbers and man, manipulate them to use the ones that you choose to use to uh, to to make whatever case it is that you want to make. Well, and in fairness to what you're saying, uh, the wins that Jimmy Garoppolo had when he first came to San Francisco were for a what one win team at the time. Yeah. If they yeah, so so it wasn't like the games were of of huge importance. The the funny thing in all of this, and Arizona got a first down on a Kenyon Drake run, so that game is over with. They'll uh, take a knee. The only bad thing for you, because you have Kyler Murray on your team, Kyler Murray just took a knee. And lost five yards because he was lined up in the pistol. So I, I, I don't know if you're going to dock him five yards for the run or if it will just be a quarterback sack. But I would say that this is a knee. Hopefully and that you could lose sack. You could lose five-tenths of a point if you yep. give a, a, a you know, one-tenth of a point for each yard. that's the difference between a win yard. and a loss sometimes. It is. If he would have just went under center, he only would have lost one yard. Instead, he took it from the shotgun and, by the way, is going to do it again. So, so Kyler Murray just likely cost someone a point in their fantasy game someone by taking named a 10-yard loss. That's someone named George Reister. That's what, just, just call me by name. <laughs> this is this – is, oh, man. I, 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 I want to pub the fantasy podcast that I do with Mike Harmon and myself. Uh, I want your flex. This will be talked about in the episode that launches Tuesday because this was something else. Kyler Murray gets the win, but also maybe breaks the heart of any uh, people who played him that are in close fantasy games today. It's a wrap. Cardinals win 24-20. to David Gascon will have more on the scores. The funny thing in all of this, George, with the three late games that we had today, Buccaneers-Saints was such a marquee contest, but it's been so one-sided. We've been focusing more on these close affairs here late in this contest than what happened in New Orleans. But so, how are you debut. feeling about? So, how are you feeling about Tom Tomba Bay? Because re- re- remember, just last week when we did our picks, yes, I did not pick Tampa Bay. Anytime we've talked to anybody, everybody's picking Tampa Bay. I have been the contrarian, and everybody says I'm argumentative and I don't want to. And and I can't just agree with people because I can't agree with something wrong. You know, always Reister, never wrong. So, <laughs> well, it's o- o- occasionally wrong. It's but, one uh, game, George. It's one game, and you're against a team they that they didn't look that great. It's the first game snaps that Tom Brady has had with his new team. I think, you also had Mike Evans, uh, who didn't record a catch today despite being upgraded and ending up suiting up. The biggest contribution Mike Evans had was getting into a few tussles with Marshawn Lattimore. I wondered if they actually activated Mike Evans to try to get Lattimore kicked out because that would have been a better contribution than what he's had today. <laughs> I, I mean, this is Tampa Bay is is knocking on the door. It's a first and goal at the two yard line, but they're down seventeen with two forty six to go. I say it's gonna you're gonna 
you know, have to give them time. It's going to take time. By the way, just as I say that, Mike Evans tiptoes in and gets a touchdown from Tom Brady. So Evans is not skunked. It's a two-yard touchdown reception. The Buccaneers making it a little bit closer, but this game is over anyway. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I benched Mike Evans on my fantasy Smart move. team today. <laughs> Smart move. Yes, that, yes. Because- that was the optimal scenario there. But there is so much going on in the world of sports, not just today, but uh, all throughout. Well, not, not just in the NFL, but all throughout football in general. So for that, we have to reach out to our man who knows everything that's going on, not only just right now, but in the world of sports in general. Our man, Mr. Uh, David Gascon. Guys, uh, Arizona Cardinals, they defeat the San Francisco 49ers 24-20. to DeAndre Hopkins, 14 receptions in this game for 151 yards. No TDs, but he was targeted 16 times in the victory. Kyler Murray leading the charge, 13 rushes for 91 yards. He also had 26 of 40, 230 yards of TD and one INT. Also, Tampa Bay and the Saints going at it. This thing has been one-sided nearly throughout. Breeze out of the huddle, under center. They got a tackle over formation, and Alvin Kamara off right tackle into the end zone. Six yards out. The Saints take a 13-7 lead. Saints Radio Network, they lead right now, pending a PAT 34-23, and the game's on Fox. Chargers and Bengals, man. Bullet two for two so far today. The snap is good. The kick is wide right. He missed it. And the Chargers hold on to the lead with two seconds to go, and Bullock is hurt. Just in case you may not know, that's the Bengals radio <laughs> radio network. LA wins it 16-13. He had a couple upsets earlier today as well. Not from Baltimore. Ravens pounced all over the Browns 38-6. It was the Jaguars upsetting the Colts 27-20. Raiders win by four at Carolina. Washington picks up their first W. They were down 17-0 to the Eagles, and they came all the way back and won 27-17. Guys, in the NBA Clippers and Nuggets will go to a Game 7. Denver's won back-to-back games. They won it today, 111-98. Nikola Jokic had 34. Jamal Murray, 9-13 of from the field. He poured in 21 points. Back to you guys. Thanks a lot, Dave. It is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. He's George Reister, the six-year NFL vet. I'm Dan Beyer. And the point I was going to make about the Bengals, and you heard in the highlight there, George, it stinks now. It stinks to not be able to play overtime, but it wasn't a game-winning field goal. Still would have had to go to overtime in that contest. Yeah, maybe you would have had momentum on your side. But in the grand scheme of things for Cincinnati, this loss probably helps them when it comes to draft time. Like there's Cincinnati's not going to go 9-7 and seven this season. It's not going to happen. They're, they're, they're not going to challenge for a playoff berth in the – uh, AFC. So if you maybe learn some lessons here, you end up taking the L instead of the W. You can maybe move up a few draft spots. The point being, yeah, it would have been awesome to win today. But in the grand scheme of what Cincinnati has, maybe the win will uh, end up being a, the loss will end up being a silver lining. Uh, I mean, I, I just, guess. Look, I mean, if you're if you're counting moral victories in the in, I'm in the counting box draft score position. I'm counting draft position. Like the, the, this, the point being is, they they still have a long ways to go. They they do. And they're when you look at what Baltimore did today, and Baltimore looks to be the cream of the division. And you've got Pittsburgh tomorrow, who we expect to be, expect to be better. We knew that Cincinnati wasn't going to compete, 
And I know the immediacy of, of playing a game and losing in the fashion you did. No Bengal fan wants to hear it now. But at the end of the season, if there are, you know, two 4-12 and 12 teams and you're 3-13 and 13 and you're picking ahead of them and you get a better draft pick, maybe it won't be all bad for Cincinnati. That's my only point. It's tough to, tough to take now, but I, maybe it's not all bad. Uh, by the way, Taysom Hill just threw a little pass to Alvin Kamara on a uh, – looked like a halfback option pass with uh, Kamara running down the sideline. So it's quarterback to running back to running back. No, it's not. The, the no, it's not. Stop. Do not do that. Do not do that, Dan. Okay. Oh, what? You are not allowed to call Taysom Hill a quarterback. You are not allowed to I didn't. I called him a running back. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. So sorry. I, that, I, no, I, I said quarterback. Breeze got the snap, threw it backwards to Taysom Hill, and then he threw it down to Alvin Kamara. Yeah, so he threw it. his 14th pass in, in his career. This is, <laughs> I mean, like, they. It, it's so crazy to me that they list him as a quarterback because – and the announcers on the broadcast, they call him a quarterback. I'm like, he is a he's a gadget guy, special teams guy, and a backup tight end. That's what he is. Because if Drew Brees gets hurt, who's going in at quarterback? Uh, Jameis Winston. And who went in last year? Uh, Taysom Hill. No, no, no. Teddy, oh, right. oh, Teddy, oh, Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah. yeah. So Sorry. you're not the backup quarterback. Yeah. So it, it's it's irritating to me when when people call him a backup quarterback. I'm like, no, the dude's a gadget guy. He just threw his 14th pass, and he still hasn't thrown a. Uh, oh, Kamara got that bling, bro. He got that bling in his mouth off that money, boy. He got a he got a a, a gold a gold diamond encrusted uh, mouthpiece right right now. That's what happened when you get like sixty million dollars guaranteed. Well, the 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 only the only bad news for the Saints is Michael Thomas just came off limping on the field, and in a game that you were up by eleven with under three minutes to go, uh, Michael Thomas could be a little dinged up for the Saints. So something something to watch. I hate pop quizzes, by the way, because they put me on the spot and make me try <laughs> to think. I so so I George, I don't want any more pop quizzes. No more. No oh, no more. Oh, I, but you yeah. like to play one two. Three three four easy as one two three four with me to give me all the pop quizzes but then you can't handle a saint's pop you, quiz on the you easy, have, that's a layup you have three lifelines and i was watching the highlights of the bears lions wondering how in the world the lions ended up losing that game so i was Did you a see bit them distracted drop a touchdown deandre swift had it in his hands and, and a again, wide I, open I but and and I'll say this for what I said about the Bengals I do not think it applies with the Lions like I I actually think the Lions have an opportunity uh, to be competitive to be a good team this year and to see them give away the game that they did to Chicago and the and Trubisky wasn't good in the beginning but he was good late and the the Lions end up giving that away. I mean, DeAndre Swift had it in his hands, a touchdown uh, that would have given them the lead with about six seconds to go. Absolute heartbreak in Detroit today. So there, it's not the same as the Bengals as Detroit would have because I expect better things with Detroit. But they were showing the highlights again, and there was a split second in my body that I thought, wow, the Lions have won this game. No, they haven't. The yep. Bears ended you, you up were like, escaping. Oh, man. And you and you saw Trubisky was terrible at first, and then he came back, and people said, okay, Trubisky, good job. And then you're like, oh, but he still lost. Never mind, he won. <laughs>
Oh, oh, the the turn of emotions. By the way, I think we've hit on every game uh, in the NFL today except two. We didn't get into Seahawks-Falcons, but Russell Wilson was magnificent today. 31-35. One of the incompletions was a stone-cold drop from DK Metcalf, so it could have been even better. It may not top Minshew's 19-20 of that he had for Jacksonville today, but Wilson was magnificent. Four touchdowns. Matt Ryan in the losing effort. 450 yards in two touchdowns. Well, he so was the, down so much he didn't have a yeah, choice. Yeah, they threw a lot, but uh, fantasy players may want to know what those those Matt Ryan numbers are. So he had about 450 yards today in that losing effort. The other are, point – oh, go ahead. No, no, no. no uh, I, I, I was going to switch games, so if you've got oh, a uh, yes. Seahawks-Falcons we are point. Not, no, no, I'm happy that you're switching games because we're not going to talk about my Seahawks very much because they are my pick to win the Super Bowl, yeah. and we're going to keep flying under the radar. We're going to get an MVP for Russell Wilson, and I'm saying we because I've adopted them this season. Your, yeah, your a, Seahawks. Yeah, your Seahawks. That's, that's who yes. they are. And, and, and you, you don't get to claim any credit because, because you did not want to seem like a homer and didn't want to pick them. So so when, so when we win the Super Bowl, you don't get the same uh, – benefits oh, and you know sure. access oh, okay. that you would normally get all right fair enough fair <laughs> fair enough the other game that i was going to mention raiders panthers was a good one today josh jacobs getting in the end zone three times uh, christian mccaffrey doing his thing but the uh the game that was in uh charlotte one o'clock eastern time kickoff uh provided a lot of excitement you had your star running backs really living up to the billing but the las vegas raiders get the win and it was so different to see on the screen lv when you were, if you have the Sunday ticket, you have the game mix to CLV up there was was so different. It was a good difference, but the Raiders get that win and go one and zero. And Matt Rule and Teddy Bridgewater and their Panthers debuts uh, fall to zero and one. Yep, man. <laughs> that, Teddy, the, the it, it was weird. Teddy Bridgewater wasn't it? Wasn't it weird that that was such a good game? But when you looked at both of those teams. Weren't you like neither one of these teams is particularly good? Yeah, yeah. I think that there's 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 holes and there's gaps with both of those teams. I mentioned the running back numbers because they produced, but you know you had Robbie Anderson scoring a 75 yard touchdown on a busted play uh, that that helped the Panthers. So you had a lot of that, but a lot of points in in Charlotte today. The uh, the silver and black get the victory. By the way, Saints facing a fourth and goal. 27 seconds Here's left. The They're game. up 11. <laughs> They're up 11 on the Buccaneers. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. We will just keep you here with this final play once it ends up being run with the Saints. Uh, just uh, – I, I, they they are going to run a play likely to this is a what? foregone conclusion. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think it hit the over anyway, so I think that we're good. They are running the play clock. Saints going to run a play. We'll see if they cash it in here. Fourth and goal from the two yard line. Alvin Kamara is in the backfield. No, no, and do they, not let him score. They, they they ended up pitching it to Alvin Kamara, and the Saints may be making a statement, adding more points. No. He gets into the end zone. Oh, Alvin Kamara, Lord, forty to twenty-three. I'm playing against him. Ex- Please extra let there point be a penalty. 
Extra point pending. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Our most valuable plays of week one in the NFL coming up next. But first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmer Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop-making, lane-change signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state and discount varies. Only available with select Farmer's branded policy. Subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmer's Drug and Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. Mako is ready to fix those dents. Repair that collision damage. Spray on a fresh coat of paint. With online estimates, contactless service, and our best price guarantee. Come to Mako and roll out refreshed. Go to Mako.com to get started and to find a shop near you. Uh Uh-oh, better get Mako. Fox Sports Sunday, Red Zone Radio. We are excited to be with you guys. He is Dan Beyer, at Dan Beyer on Fox and I am at George Reister. Thank you guys for joining us today. It was an exciting slate of games, the early games and the late games. Fantastic. So much fun. Dan, how was your return to football? Uh, it was great. It was great to see it. It made your week one a little bit better because they waved off that Alvin Kamara late touchdown who you were facing. So the Saints end up getting a 34-23 win over the Bucks. I know that was valuable to you, George. Let's hear who the most valuable players were in week one. This is Fox Sports Red Zone Radio. Let's go. Most valuable plays. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Jets, Bills. First and goal from the two. Allen takes the snap, makes the handoff, rolls to his left, going to keep it himself. Race to the end zone. He is in. Touchdown, Buffalo. Josh Allen, first touchdown of the year. WGR and the Bills Radio Network. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Seahawks. Falcons. Russell, fourth down and five. He is four-man rush. Russell looks. He's going to lay it up over the top. He's got a man down there. It's Metcalf. He's got it. Touchdown, Seahawks. Holy smoke. You guys are covering DK Metcalf with one man. Forget about it. He beats him for six. Seahawks Radio Network. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Bears, Lions. Snap Trubisky, two-step throw into the end zone. Cut. Touchdown. Touchdown, Bears. Jimmy Graham now with a slam dunk, 61st red zone touchdown in his career, first as a Bear, first touchdown of 2020. WBBM News Radio, 780 AM and 105.9 FM Bears Radio Network. Wear them out, let's go all day. Packers, Vikings. Snap a rod going deep down the right sideline. MVS has it to the end zone oh, for the touchdown. Word. Oh, what a play. He took it away from Cameron Danzler. Marquez Valdez Scandling. 45 yard touchdown reception. Packers Radio Network. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Dolphins. Patriots. First down and 10 outside the 10 of the Dolphin 11. Burkett now to the backfield in motion left. Newton fakes to him, rolls to the right. Cam's going to run it to the 10. Outside to the 5. Newton to the pylon. Got Touchdown. it. Down. Patriots. His second in his New England debut. That's a man right there, boy. 98.5 the Sports Hub and the Patriots Radio Network. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Eagles, Washington. Logan Thomas comes in motion across the formation right now, back to the left. They hand off here to Peyton Barber with time. Dive. Got oh, it. is he in? Yes! Touchdown! 
down. Touchdown, Washington. WTEM, the team 980. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Raiders, Panthers. Aguilar on a crossing pattern. Car goes deep to the end zone. Caught. Touchdown, Raiders. Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Colts, Jaguars. Play fake. Means you look. Fires. Corner of the end zone. Wide open. Keelan Cole's going to walk into the end zone. Touchdown, Jacksonville. And the Jags have taken the lead with 556 to play in the ballgame. 1010XL Jaguars Radio Network. Wear them out. Let's go all day. Browns, Ravens. Mark Jackson brings the Ravens to the line. First and goal from the twos. Give us to Dobbins. Picks his way through a crowd. Dobbins dances to the one, gets to the goal touchdown. line. In for the touchdown. J.K. Dobbins, his second of the day. And what a great day for Ravens rookie. Patrick Queen on defense, Dobbins on offense, and with 13 minutes left to play, the Hayes in the barn. WBAL Ravens Radio Network. Wear him out. Let's go all day. Buccaneers, Saints. Now a second down and 15 from their own 32. Ball in the left. Ash Bucks working from our left to right. Chris Godwin in motion again to the right. Brady takes a gun snap. Quick throw near side. It's picked up. Janoris Jenkins, 15, 10, 3, 2, 1. Touchdown, Janoris Jenkins. The Brady debut, a dud. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Beyer. Cowboys, Rams, who you like tonight, George? I like the Cowboys. All right, I'm going to go with the home team. Yeah, they break open SoFi Stadium with a win. We'll talk to you in week two. He's George Reister. I'm Dan Byer. Peace. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare thank you for traveling with amex platinum to your right you'll see oceanside relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property when booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.